From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. BORU men's basketball team heads north to North Dakota tonight to take on the Fighting Hawks. The Golden Eagles haven't lost to North Dakota since January 8th, 2021. ORU is currently 2-2 two and two in the Summit League in a game out of first place. Tip-off is at 7. The ORU women will host North Dakota tonight at 7. Golden Eagles are 8-0 at home this season. ORU is currently 3-1 in the Summit League and just a half game out of first. Patty Gasso and the three-time defending national champion Sooners are picked first in the 2024 Big 12 softball preseason poll. It's the 15th time in 16 years Oklahoma has been picked first. The Oklahoma State Cowgirls are picked third. That's the Window World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Scott File on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Blitz 1170, your new home for Rich Eisen. Coming up at 5 o'clock today, Colin Kennedy from 24-7 Sports and SoonersIllustrated.com joins us. I'm sure we'll discuss some portal information in terms of maybe new players being available to potentially help the Sooners in this first season of SEC football in 2024. I'm Colby Daniels along with Jeremy Poplin and Scott File on the other side of the glass in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. Alabama players make up 10% of the top 100 players available in the portal per 24-7 sports. And they've got three of the top four. <laughs> mm, yikes. I did see an interesting number when it comes to Alabama and just the types of players that they're losing in comparison to, say, Oklahoma. So this was of earlier today, okay? By this point, 28 former Bama players had jumped in the portal. This was about as of 11.30. One... So far, and I know we're still kind of in the early stages, right? Oh, yeah. One of the 28 had committed to a program outside a Power 5 conference, but most of them are going to end up in the Power 5. So as of even three hours ago, when they moved to 32 players, Alabama, in comparing them to what we saw with Oklahoma's exodus, in 2022, when uh, the coaching change was made, 32 players who were on OU's roster prior to its last coaching change entered the transfer portal in 22 and the 23 cycle. How many of the 32 landed outside the Power Five? Want to take any guesses? Oh, man. I would say it's over half. <laughs> yeah. How about 22 of the 32 Holy cow, landed yeah. outside of the Power Five? Okay, now, hey, man, there's some context in there, I'm sure, but just overall from a 10,000-foot view, so far only one of Bama's players is committed to a G5 school, and maybe that was ultimately his choice. I don't know the the behind-the-scenes working on that, but doesn't that tell you a little bit when you're starting to look at roster comparing and what's happened to some of these programs that are still Power 5 members? Like, Bama's roster is on a completely different level. Completely different level. 
Yeah, and that's and this is just you know this is just one service's rankings. Like this isn't the the end all be all, but yeah, they have ten of the Alabama players that are in the portal ranked inside their top one hundred players available in the portal this season. That's that's a lot of talent. Yeah. And a lot of game-changing type talent. And, man, if you're getting angry because you haven't landed one of them yet and you're with one of the Blue Bloods, you need to chill. You need to chill. It's a very difficult time for everyone. Yeah. Some some of them are going to are gonna pony up. Some others aren't. Some of them may not have room right now. Well, it's, it's, it's a weird time. but There's so many layers to it because, number one, like I saw someone getting mad at Bill Biedenboe today because right. didn't land an offensive lineman. I'm like, you're mad at the coach because he didn't land someone out of the transfer portal? Number one, you have to make his short list of places that he would even want to go, right? Then you have to potentially well, pay it's, him. Dude, a, it's Norman. Everyone wants to go to Norman. Right, of course. <laughs> and then you have to pay him a certain amount of money, I would assume, to, to make it a, a viable option in comparison to the others. And then you have to navigate the numbers potentially because, you know, a a lot changes overnight. And we've already been told how many times, like, they were kind of looking at their portal numbers and and they've already gone way over what they thought they were going to do. And now there's more players available. So, yeah, I mean, you're you're always juggling your, your own roster just to figure out how to make it work anyway. Like, there's so many layers to landing one of these guys, especially this late in the process when out of nowhere, I mean, nobody thought that Caleb Downs, right, and Caden Proctor and Isaiah Bond were going to be in the transfer portal when that thing closed. What was it, January 1st? Was that when the portal closed? No, I think the portal closed. The portal closed the 4th, but teams that were competing – I think had like an extra five-day window, Okay, okay. I think, for players to jump in. Well, even January 9th, right? I mean, nobody yes. thought that Isaiah Bond and Caleb Downs and Caden Proctor were going to be in the transfer portal. No, not at all. So your numbers, again, like you're, you're reshuffling and you're trying to figure out the path and you're trying to come up with money and you, know, you, you may not even be on the kid's wish list. Like, it's, there's a lot that goes into it. Did I read Speaking today of all that, that by the way, Jamar Muhammad, Caleb Downs, by the way, I I think I read today where he was going to take a trip to Ohio State. Yeah. Before, ultimately, probably ending up with Georgia. Well, twenty four seven sports has has their prediction. You know, their their uh, magic eight ball or whatever you call it, crystal ball. They they have uh, they have their predictions and like the the percentage of confidence, I guess, that, that they have with it. And they have him as a Georgia 100%. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, hell, I think the guy that broke the news actually covers recruiting for Georgia. That, <laughs> right. And then there's the clip that leaked out from after the championship game in the SEC where Kirby seeks out Caleb. And, oh, I, yeah. and I think that oh, didn't yeah. they crank up the audio and you can hear Kirby say, hey, I'll be in touch soon? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, um, Jabbar Muhammad just got back from his Texas visit, by the way. 
and his next visit will be to Alabama and then Oregon. How about that? So, yeah. Texas, Alabama, and Oregon. Someone's made quite the uh, name for themselves. He's he's capitalized in a big way. Since leaving Oklahoma State. Yeah, no doubt. But the big story today, in my mind, is uh, not even portal-related. We gentlemen have a new king, and we should all kneel at King, king McCormick. Because Miami tight end Cam McCormick announced that he is going to return for his Ninth season of college football. (laughs) Cam was in the same high school recruiting class as Jalen Hurts, Nick Bosa, and Rashawn Gary. Season-ending injuries in 18, 19, 20, and 21, and on top of that, a COVID year, and he has been granted his last ride. Ninth year of college. My God. Did we talk about the Thompson kid? The Van Wilder of (laughs) college football. That's right. About Casey? Casey, yeah. Yeah, Casey. um, The thing I like about Casey and his statements, and then um, hearing a little bit from family members as well, was is that... Casey has come to terms with where he's at in his career and what his career arc and career path have are currently right now and and where he's coming from and that he is more than happy to just come in and to be that, you know, teammate and to be a guy that in case there's an emergency, you have to break glass, but to just kind of hear him and hear his family talk about what went into the decision for him to go there, I thought was was kind of a cool moment for a, a young man to get to come back home to where his dad has so much yeah. of a legacy at OU. Obviously, his brother started at OU yep, and then moved on, and Casey started at Texas, spent three years there, a year at Nebraska, a year at FAU, and now will be the emergency backup quarterback. I mean, look, that's the perfect type of backup quarterback to have, right? The guy that's... Yeah in college for six years and you know you hope you never have to play him but it's it's better than maybe having to go to like a davis bevel if if uh <laughs> yeah qb1 gets knocked out of the game not that casey thompson's gonna light the world on fire but he's played a lot of college football you mean and i mean davis bevel i mean it got to a point where they were running the wildcat with a tight end for crying out loud that's right that was a better option but yeah, his sixth year and fourth different school, Casey Thompson. What did, what was JT Daniels' final total? Was it four? JT Daniels, I think it was. Was it USC? Four. Georgia. Where did he go between Georgia and Rice? West Virginia. Yep. West Virginia. That's yep. So four for JT Daniels. And how many did Slovis have? Oh, gosh. Did he have three or four? Let's see. Slovis. Uh, he started at USC. He did start at USC. And I know USC, he... Pittsburgh, and then BYU, so three. Okay, so only three for him. But... Well, I, I kind of wish 
Casey could get another year and set the record at five. No one's going to top our, our, our King McCormick, though, with nine, nine baby. Nine years. That's, that's pretty incredible. That, that is. I hope he has a Rudy moment at the end of the season. I hope when he walks out of there, he has, like, a ridiculous, <laughs> like, five degrees. And, and that, like, that the, the last two are the most random ones ever. Like, what's the most random degree that you could get at, at Miami? Oh, I'm I'm sure there are some cocaine some cutting those out there. Like yeah. he's got <laughs> cocaine runner. <laughs> I've got a degree in this. I hope he's like got some sort of like off season thing lined up at the Fountain Blue, and like he's getting credit for that. God, can you imagine what a king on campus that you are? What was uh, what was Greg Olson's rap group's name? I can't remember the seventh floor seventh crew. Floor? Yeah. But do you remember Greg Olson's name? Uh, no, I, not off the top of my head. Well, I do, and it's third leg Greg. That's right. That's right. <laughs> seventh floor crew. My I name is Greg. If, what? Yeah. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> he might have had the best. He might have had the best solo in there. Did we play that? Did I go? I think I edited that I and played it down. I think you did edit it, and we yeah. Yeah, when when Greg got the uh, the Fox gig, the seventh so. floor crew. What's your name, G Reg? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Drop my drawers. Oh, chilling wow. on the seventh floor crew. <laughs> I gotta let these chickens know. Big Greg is in the house. Oh, I can't even read any more of that. Yeah, Good lord. I was about to say. I- I'm surprised you got that far. All right, we need to take a timeout. That guy's um, the number one broadcaster on Fox, too. I know, I know. It's and there's crazy. still audio of it on YouTube. Every single time I see him on, I'm like, I cannot believe somehow he like survived that. And people, you know, the the Tisk Tisk crew isn't beyond upset that that exists on the internet, and he's calling games. Right? Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Which I look, I I. I'm glad that he's on Fox. I don't. I, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem canceled. with it either. I it's mean, it's just shocking that there hasn't in been today's some world sort of like that there hasn't been to, backlash yeah, for sure. That's right. That's right. All right, we've got to take a timeout. I'm Colby Daniels. That is Jeremy Poplin. Scott File on the other side of the glass. Pop has the reins next here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.